0: KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
1: I'm Joe Morgan Stern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. This is the time of year when movie critics realize they've become seasonal workers, a lot like fruit pickers, although real fruit doesn't get picked when the pickers know it's rotten. We've just come out of the bountiful year-end harvest, when the studios open everything they've got. It's all about getting prizes, of course, the main prize being the Oscars. First come the Critics' Awards, which are stepping stones, at least in the studio's eyes, to the Golden Globes. A long time ago, Variety came up with a wonderful description of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, the group behind the Golden Globes, as 60 stringers, or whatever the figure was, living on hors d'oeuvres. The group is bigger these days, and they're living high on the hog because of enormous revenue from TV, but they're still the same wacky crew giving the same screwy assortment of awards on the same wonderfully bizarre show. And the Golden Globes are more than ever stepping stones to the Oscars, but all of this is by way of saying that we've gone from the relative feast of the holiday season to the ritual famine of January, and here I am with nothing but a movie but Bride Wars to tell you about. Ride Wars is nothing if not user-friendly. Whenever something is funny or meant to be, the soundtrack signals the event with a helpfully puckish passage of plucked strings. No cues are needed to understand the plot. That feels computer-generated and barely sustains an hour and a half running time. Kate Hudson's Liv and Anne Hathaway's Emma have been best friends since childhood, but they fall into a fierce rivalry after a clerical error schedules their dream weddings at the Plaza Hotel on the same day in June. If this seems like a minor glitch in the grand scheme of things, rest assured that the grand scheme of things doesn't enter into the picture. Nor does the fact that the plaza has more than one ballroom. Dueling weddings is the concept, and the concept is worked out doggedly, though the movie does have its moments. Most memorably, the climax of Liv's bachelorette party when Emma throws herself into a drunken dance-off with a frightening intensity that evokes Anne Hathaway's performance in Rachel Getting Married. The movie isn't meant to be frightening, of course. It's meant to be a cheerful chick flick whose release date coincides almost to the day with last January's cheerful chick flick, 27 Dresses. In that one, the heroine had been a bridesmaid at 27 weddings and kept the clothes to prove it. In this one, Liv picks a Vera Wang gown and worries about getting too fat to wear it. This January's flick, which was directed by Gary Winnick, is also meant to track the evolution of Liv, a perfectionist lawyer, into an obsessive compulsive monster, and that of Emma, a self-effacing teacher, into an equally appalling bridezilla. The problem with keeping bride wars cheerful is the inherent nastiness of the rivalry. That comes to involve outlandish sabotage in such locales as beauty parlors and a tanning salon. A wedding marks the first day of the rest of your life, says a dictatorial wedding planner played by Candice Bergen. You have been dead until now. That's not quite right, though. Her two crazed clients have been relatively well-adjusted until now. It's wedding fever that nearly kills them. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.
0: KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.